I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following... The following... Is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. And welcome to the Kids for Sale podcast. I am your host, Chris, and with me today is actually nobody. Uh, I'm flying solo today. Uh, long story short, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Uh, we just haven't found time to record an episode. Uh, finally, we decided to record an episode yesterday, which is the day before this episode comes out. Uh, and in the middle of it, our computer crashed, so we lost the episode, and then Ashley had to go to bed because she had to go to work today. Luckily, I'm not working today, so I am able to uh, hopefully record you something entertaining today, um, but it is just flying solo. Um, I guess I can start off by just recapping our last couple of weeks and why it's been so crazy. Um, as we've already talked about, uh, the the girls are in soccer, Mark is in football, and that has consumed so much of our time uh, the last few weeks. Um, Mark, up until, actually up until just this week, Mark was practicing five times a week, and then he had a game on the sixth day, and he had one day off, basically, which was on Fridays. Uh, The girls have been practicing twice a week, and they were supposed to have uh, games on Saturdays, but being a holiday weekend last week, they didn't have a game. Um, But... Last weekend, instead of the soccer game, uh, I had my birthday, and Mark actually had his birthday also. Um, Our birthdays are three days apart, so uh, Ashley actually surprised me uh, by taking me out to dinner. And I mean, I knew I was going out to dinner with her and the kids, but then when we got there, my family was there and and a few of our friends and stuff. It was actually really nice. Uh, I had a nice family dinner out. Um, And then... Our football game on Sunday was our first away game, which was uh, all the way in in Michigan City, which uh, is actually not as far as I thought it was. I don't know why. I, I guess I've never spent any time in Michigan City, which, I mean, I don't know if, if everybody listening to this even knows where Michigan City, Indiana is, but uh, I've always thought for some reason that it was like an hour and a half, two hours away. It's It's really not. It took us just under an hour to get to the field. But it just felt far, especially for a seven, eight-year-old kid to be playing football like an hour away from home. It's, it's weird. I I didn't play any travel ball when I was a kid, so I guess that's why it's weird to me. Um, but Mark's team has been doing exceptionally well. Um, 
they are I think technically that third game it was only the second regular season game. The first game was a preseason game, but um they've won all three of their games so far uh without allowing any first downs, I believe is what the coach was just saying the other day, which I, I guess it, it hadn't occurred to me that they were doing that good. Um, but they've outscored the other teams by like 80-something points to six. So uh, that gives you any indication of how, how good the football program is in Lowell. Or or maybe it's not even just so much how good the football program is, but uh, maybe the other football programs just aren't that great. I don't know. Either way, uh, I guess this was a good first year for Mark to be playing uh, when, when his team is doing so well because, I, I mean – you know how discouraging it can be your first time trying something and like your team sucks or you suck at it or something. It's, it's, a uh, it's hard to keep going with it, but luckily Mark's team is really, uh, they've done really well so far and he's really enjoying it and he's getting a lot better. Like every, every game, every practice, he, he picks something up and, and, uh, improves the game for the next week. Um, the girls, are doing better at practice, although they, they got rained out of practice uh, yesterday. And the practice before, it was too hot outside, so they canceled it. And actually, we just got a text message this morning that the game for tomorrow was canceled. So they're going to go like a whole week and a half without doing anything with their soccer team. Um, but at the last practice, they actually they were participating. And uh, Livy was a little bit more into it than Scarlett was, but Scarlett seeing Livy getting into it, it, it helped her pick up the pace a little bit, and uh, they, they seem to be enjoying it, but I, I guess there's not really that much to report on on soccer right now, because they haven't done anything since a couple weeks ago. I guess, I, I'm trying to remember if we talked about their first soccer game or not. I, I don't believe we did, because I think that was maybe the day after our last episode aired was their first soccer game, and... Uh, well, it was it was not much of a game to watch, I guess. I, and I don't mean that to insult the other kids or anything, but uh, you know, in in little kids soccer, four year olds, uh, they don't really play the positions the way they're supposed to. I don't think they they're just they're you know there's offense and defense basically, offense, defense, and goalie. So they have a goalie, they have two people standing outside the goal box, and that's the defense. And then they have the three up front playing offense, which I don't know if those are, I don't know soccer, but I'm, I think those are called forwards or something in the real game. I don't know. Um, but the coach had put both Livy and Scarlett at defense in separate quarters. So they didn't play a quarter together at all. They played separate quarters, and they both stood on the same corner of the def, of the goal box playing defense. And literally for the entire, whatever it is, five, 10 minute quarter, they stood on the corner of that goal box pouting. Uh, Livy didn't take one step in the direction of the ball. She did nothing. Uh, Scarlett, she did move a little bit, but only to run off the field to the sidelines to, to try to get Ashley to take her away from the game because she didn't want to play it. So I don't know. They, they both got in trouble that day. But they didn't really treat it like they were in trouble. The, their version of being in trouble was we made them help us clean the house. And surprisingly, they seemed to enjoy cleaning the house. So 
I guess that's not much of a punishment either. We, we're really at a loss for uh, for how we're going to get the kids to participate in these sports when they they don't seem to have any interest. Uh, well, Livy and Scarlett specifically. Mark Mark has been doing better in the sports uh, since his his first time playing soccer. He wasn't all that interested, but he still gave it his best shot. I guess um, he would just get too tired after a couple minutes on the field, and then he would just drag ass the rest of the the rest of the game. Um, but he at least participated in practice and stuff. Livy and Scarlett, I, I know it's their age. Like Livy, Livy did all this, uh, with dance class and Scarlett actually did it with dance class too. She did it with T-ball also where they just won't participate. They'll sit down on the field, start crying. Um, at, at dance class, Livy would run off the dance floor and, and just kind of like snuggle with not snuggles, not the word I'm looking for. She would just run up and like hug her mom or hug me or something to to just like say, "Oh, I don't want to do this anymore." And, and uh, we, on one hand, we don't want to force them to do this stuff. If it's not something they enjoy, then we're not. We don't want to force them. But at the same time, we want them to at least give it a fair chance before they decide whether they like it or not. That's that's been a a big issue we've had in this household is how to how to just get the kids to try things. You know, whether it's sports or, or Mark, for instance, is a very picky eater. And nine times out of ten, when we bring a new food to him, he will just, oh, I don't like that. And we have to ask, well, did you ever try it before? Well, no. And then, and then it's a big fight to get him to even just taste it, you know. Uh, I know when I was a kid, my mom used to just have me sit at the table until I, until I ate whatever it was that she wanted me to eat. But I'm not sure if that's the right approach either because... That's just going to, you know, that, like, for instance, uh, I didn't want to try peas when I was a kid and my mom put peas on my plate one time when she made dinner and she made me sit at the dinner table until I ate all my peas, which took me forever because I like choked them down. And now to this day, I, I can't even stand the smell of peas. So I feel like that approach, the, the forcing them to try it, uh, almost has the opposite effect of what you want. You know, they're not going to enjoy it if they're in trouble. So it's, I've, I've tried a few different methods of like, not literally, but, but, uh, you know, figuratively sugarcoating it to make it easier on them, you know, make it more fun. Like for instance, the girls at soccer practice, the, the one day that they had a good soccer practice, we took them out for ice cream and, that was a, a reward. And we told them that before practice started. It was, hey, if you guys do good and you practice like you're supposed to, we'll go out for ice cream. But I, I don't know. That approach doesn't work all the time. And, in fact, it's only worked, as far as I can remember, just the one time at soccer practice last week. So uh, I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys do with your kids? You know, uh, I know everybody's kids are picky about something. Everybody's. Um, whether it's trying new foods, whether it's trying a new sport, whether it's riding their bike, trying to get them to play outside, ride their bike or whatever it is. Uh, every kid, there's every kid has something that they don't want to do. And I'm curious to hear what you do with your kids to get them to do those things. And how has it worked? What's the success rate, you know? Um, cause that's, that's something that, uh, hopefully in the next couple episodes we can give a better report on because I that's I know that's something a lot of parents struggle with. Um 
and uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of what else we can talk about with uh, well, what else I can talk about with the soccer and football, and I think I'm running out there. Um, I guess moving on from sports, let me take a sip of my drink real quick. My mouth's getting dry. Uh, moving on from sports, um, we briefly, briefly talked about it in the last episode, um, and I wanted to get more into it this week, uh, but we had Mark's birthday party this past Monday, and uh, the last few years for Mark's birthday, we've done uh, a couple of, well, I guess it's been the same thing every year, but a couple different ways to do the same thing. Uh, there's this company near us called Funflatables, which is just a store. They they buy a storefront or rent a store. I don't know what they do. That's not none of my business. But they get a storefront, and they just buy a bunch of bounce houses, and then they just blow them up in this big room. And you go in, you sign a waiver, you pay 8 bucks, and your kid can go and jump on all the bounce houses all day. Um, this Funflatables company also offers party packages where they have party rooms in the back of their store, and, uh, you know, you sign up for the party package, it includes a certain number of kids and then you, the kids can bounce for, I think it's like an hour and a half or two hours or something. Uh, and then they go into the party room for pizza, which I, the last time we did the party package, the pizza was included in the party package, but unbeknownst to us, the pizza was literally, they, they just ordered pizza hut pizza. Um, and they brought the pizza hut in and then you know, you're allowed to bring your own cakes and stuff, and then you do the presents and stuff. But then after the kids finish their cake and and opening presents and everything, they're not allowed back on the bounce houses anymore. They they that's it. You're done. You got to go. And I mean the the party package prices. It's a little expensive, uh, and I I felt like it wasn't a good value. So what we started, well, what me and my ex started doing a couple years back um, was next door to the Funflatables, there's actually a McDonald's. So we would have all the kids meet at the McDonald's ahead of time. And, uh, we would get them and, and we, me and Ashley, uh, well, Mark's mom did this, uh, last year also. And me and Ashley helped chipping in for, for everything. Um, but we bought that all the kids that came to the party, we bought them each a happy meal. So we all ate, uh, somebody brought cupcakes or a cake or something. So then we had cupcakes, Mark opened his presents all at McDonald's. Then everybody, everybody would hop over to Funflatables a couple doors down and we would pay for all the kids to get in. And then they just jumped until they were done, you know, and then the parents would just pick them up and they'd leave one by one until there was nobody left. And that was it. That was the end of the party. And, uh, the kids all seem to love it. Um, we did, we've done that for a few of Mark's birthdays. We did that for, I think we did that for one of Olivia's birthdays now. Um, the other thing we do for the kids' birthdays is there's still one McDonald's in our area that has a big play place in it uh, with the tubes and slides and the ball crawl and everything. Um, and we we've taken the kids there for their birthday party too, which is a lot cheaper than the Funflatables thing. Cause the Funflatables is eight, like eight bucks a kid. I think it is. Uh, so depending on how many kids you invite, you know, the, the McDonald's with a play place might be the cheaper option, but 
you know, Mark Mark's growing out of the play places at, at uh, most of the restaurants. I don't think he's even allowed in some of them anymore. I think he's too tall. So this year we decided to try something different, thinking it was going to save us money. And uh, I I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Uh, I had a technical glitch there, uh, so I had to cut and start re-recording again. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, we, we decided to try something different this year that we thought was going to save us money. Uh, so we planned the party at our house, uh, and we rented a bounce house from one of the local rental companies, and we ordered a bunch of pizzas and just had everybody come to our house and had the party here instead. Um, it turns out that that is not the cheaper way to go. Now, it in the long run, it might have... You know, I, I guess there's no way to, no way around it. I, I think I don't think this was the best option. I, th- I think just going to McDonald's and doing the fun inflatables thing may have been the best option. Um, now, that's based on the actual number of kids that showed up to the party. You know, if, if we did the math on each of the kids that came to the party, we didn't end up saving anything. Um, if you have twenty or thirty kids coming to your party, which I don't know why you would invite that many kids to your birthday party, your kid's birthday party. Cause that's insane. But then that might be the cheapest option is to just have it at home. Um, the bounce house cost us about 200 bucks. The pizza was about another, I think I want to say like $80 or something. So, you know, all sudden, and then plus we bought decorations, we bought tablecloths and plates and napkins and bought a pinata and blah, 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 blah. All said and done, I think we dumped about, uh, including what Mark's mom paid for, because we invited her and her family as well uh, to come to our house for the party, uh, including what she paid for. I'd want to say we were maybe about $350, $400 invested in this party. And, uh, you know, the Funflatables McDonald's thing, if you have 10 kids or less, uh, which is about, well, there was probably about 15 kids. If you had about 15 kids, I'd say you're going to be at around, I don't know, 200 bucks, somewhere in there, two, 250, I'd say, which, you know, obviously is cheaper than 400. So, uh, and honestly, I think the kids kind of enjoy the Funflatables thing a little more because at our house, we had one bounce house, which was crowded with 10 kids at a time. Um, and some of the kids, you know, had to wait their turns for everything. Funflatables, they've got all the different inflatables and if you pick a good day of the week it's not really all that busy anyway so there's not any other kids in line for anything um in fact i've never really seen it all that busy at least not the location near our house there's a location in the mall that's always busy but even that even that one the kids get right into all the ones that they want to get on and you know there's never a line for anything it's just a little more a little louder a little more chaotic at the mall but uh, i'm rambling again uh, either way, uh, the, I don't think this was the best option. Um, we could have saved a lot of money going a different route. or even, I, I honestly think we could have saved money by going to Chuck E. Cheese, which is kind of what he wanted to do in the first place. But I was just looking at the party packages on at the Chuck E. Cheese website, and I, I just couldn't see myself spending that much. But then I spent that much anyway. So um, in the long run, Chuck E. Cheese is not a bad option. McDonald's slash Funflatable is not a bad option. And if you have little, little kids, honestly, the McDonald's with the play place, uh, that's, that's, you can't go wrong. The kids love McDonald's. They love play place. 
and they could spend hours in there, you know. Let's see. Um, oh, you know what? Now that we're done talking about the birthday party, uh, the other thing that we did on Monday, uh, because Mark's birthday was Monday, which was Labor Day, which was the same day we had the birthday party, but Labor Day in town, um, they have a big Labor Day parade every year. Uh, and Mark actually got to ride in the parade for his Pop Warner football team. Um, the girls, however, they they didn't have any float to ride, so they just sat and watched the parade with us. And uh, not really a whole lot to report on the parade, except you know we we ended up with a a paper bag like full to the brim of candy. Uh, so I don't. That, that worked out for the girls. All they had to do was just stand there and wave and be cute, and people just threw them fistfuls of candy. Um, but the other thing, I guess, uh, worth noting is just once again, I, I know I've, I've mentioned it a couple of times on this podcast already. Um, I just want to mention it again. The, the 10 by 10 easy up pop-up like canopy tent that we bought from Dick's Sporting Goods a few weeks back, actually a couple months back now. It's been a while. We bought it during baseball season, and, man, it was a lifesaver again because it was hot and sunny on on Monday, and uh, that tent gave us just that little bit of shade just to to stay cool enough to stay sane during the parade, and uh, it was a lifesaver. So I I can't recommend it enough. Uh, If you have any summer sports or summer activities or even if you just like sitting outside in your yard – uh, with a lawn chair or something, get yourself uh, one of these easy up tents. I'm not saying you have to go to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy the same one we bought or anything, but just man, those canopy tents—they're they're worth every penny. Um, the, the easy up ones. We also borrowed a canopy tent from my dad for for the birthday party, which is like this whole like tube system with like couplings and stuff you got to put together. And I ended up putting it up up myself this year. Um, but it was it was a pretty big hassle. I mean, it took me every bit of every bit of half hour, forty five minutes to put it up by myself. Which I mean, I know that doesn't sound like much, but compared to the two minutes that it takes to set up this ten by ten easy up, you know, it's it's a no brainer. Which one I would have rather put up. Um, but man, I'm running out of stuff to talk about. Um, it's it's kind of lonely without my co host here. Even though she actually just got home from work and scared the shit out of me during that last segment, um, talking about talking about the birthday party, which is which was my technical glitch, was her yelling right into the microphone, and then me getting pissed off and yelling back at her, and I, I chased her away, so she's not going to record with me today still. <laughs> um, but I'm going to take a quick break uh, just to refresh myself, and I will come back hopefully with something else to talk about. Because otherwise, this is going to be a real short episode. Okay, I'm back. Uh, so, I guess the last thing worth mentioning uh, right now, uh, and I know this hasn't been the most exciting episode. It's kind of hard to have a conversation when I don't have anybody to have a conversation with. So, um, the last thing I'm going to mention for today's episode is uh, that you know the girls have both started preschool. Mark is back in second grade this year. Uh, they are all in sports programs and stuff. So, uh, it is, it is fundraiser season. Um, which so far 
for fundraisers, we've had to sell, uh, we've sold cookie dough. Uh, we've sold, Mark was selling mums, like the flowers, like potted flowers. Uh, he sold those for football. Um, and what did we, man, we sold something for baseball and I already forgot what it was, but, uh, we, we are on, we just turned in a fundraiser today, actually was the last day of the fundraiser. Um, and we may or may not be signing Mark up for Cub Scouts, uh, in the upcoming weeks. Uh, and that would be yet another fundraiser. Um, so I, I, I don't know how to, there's no, (laughs) no good advice I can give you for selling all these fundraisers because I have not been able to find, uh, the, the, how to, how to get people to buy from all of them. I guess maybe we just have our kids signed up for too much shit. And that's the problem is, uh, they have, you know, there's been too many of them. And, and also the worst part about it is, so we just had the, uh, the PTO fundraiser for, my son's school, which that was cookie dough. And then there was another catalog that had like a bunch of Christmassy stuff like wrapping papers and, um, candies and, and like sausage and cheese sets and, and, uh, like some kitchen stuff, cookbooks. It was not bad stuff necessarily, but the problem is all of the kids in, we've got three elementary schools in town and I think they all got the same fundraiser all at the same time. So it's like every kid in town is selling these damn things. And I don't, I don't know who to sell them to. I don't, all my friends are parents or, you know, all my friend friends and family, they're all parents in the area and, you know, or they have no interest in <laughs> friggin' cookie doughs. And I don't know. I shouldn't say that the last, the last time I sold cookie dough, uh, actually several of our friends from, you know, not in town, but, a lot of stuff, but you know, I guess it's just been, it's like oversaturated with, with fundraisers this season. And I think we've, we've sold maybe, I think my mom bought a couple of, my mom bought a couple of mums and then she bought a thing of cookie dough. And then my dad bought a couple of items out of Mark's catalog. And then we had one other friend order some mums, but that's it. The rest has just been me ordering stuff out of these catalogs just so he could get his sales up because he gets, so this most recent fundraiser, if he sold 15 items, he got to go in the video game truck, which, uh, I'll have to have him explain to me. I I have this idea of what a video game truck might be. Like, I think it's this trailer that they pull up to the school with a bunch of video games in it, maybe like an arcade inside. I, I have no idea. But I'd I'd like to hear about it. It sounds interesting. But he had to sell 15 items to get a chance to play on it for I think like a half hour or something. And uh, luckily, his mom sold like 10 or 11 or something. And then I I had to sell four or five, and that was already kind of hard. But then I ordered, I ended up ordering like four things for myself and and Ashley. But I don't know. It's just uh, fundraiser season gets expensive, man. And the more stuff you sign your kids up for, the more stuff you're going to have to sell. Oh, raffle tickets. That's another one. But we don't, we, we had to sell raffle tickets for baseball and then we got more raffle tickets we had to sell for football, but we didn't end up selling really any of them. Um, we ended up just keeping them for, because it's like paid for with the price of registration. 
uh, and then people basically buying the raffle tickets from you pays you back for them. Um, but we just ended up keeping them, putting our own name on them just for the chance to win because I like to gamble. Um, we didn't win, by the way. We didn't win baseball. I think the football raffle is this weekend, possibly. It was supposed to be a couple weeks ago. It doesn't matter. They didn't do it yet. We might win. Who knows? It would be nice if we won. Then Mark's fo- football would be free, basically. But anyway, the point I was trying to make, um, the more shit you sign your kids up for, just keep in mind, everything, every single thing that you sign your kids up for, they're going to have to sell something. There's going to be some kind of fundraiser, popcorn. Oh, yeah, Livy had a, a dance fundraiser a few months back that we had to sell stuff for. Um, but, yeah, they're going to have to sell popcorn or they're going to have to sell cookie dough. And I miss, when I was a kid, we used to have, you know, for baseball, they would just give us the box of candy bars that were like a dollar a piece, and we'd just go around the neighborhood and sell candy bars. And I felt like that was the best well, I, compared to the stuff now, nobody wants to order stuff out of these catalogs because they're like, oh, when's it going to get delivered? And how long am I going to have to wait for this? And each item's like $15, $20. It's like, who wants to buy stuff like that? You go with the candy bars, they're like a buck or two. You get them right now. You, I mean, you could stand in your doorway and eat it as the kid's walking away from your house. You know, I, I don't know why nobody still does those. But, uh, you know, if I'm elected, that's that's... No, I'm just joking. I, I do miss those fundraisers, though. I, I If Mark was selling candy bars, I would have bought probably a whole box on my own. Actually, Livy sold candy bars, too, now that I'm thinking about it. And she did sell a ton of them. She went through, like, four or five boxes of them. I almost forgot about that. Um, so, yeah, those sell. I don't know why nobody does them anymore. But, uh, yeah, fundraisers, it gets expensive. Not just for you but for the people you got to sell to and eventually everybody gets tired of it and they stop buying stuff from you so and keep in mind too their kids are all selling the same shit too so don't get offended when people don't buy it from you because they've already bought it from somebody else i guarantee it like my dad my dad bought stuff from me even though my my brother is in second grade or no i'm sorry he's in first grade at another elementary school in town and they had the exact same fundraiser he bought stuff out of his out of my brother's fundraiser and then just to be nice he bought a couple items out of out of my son's too just so you know just so he could help out which was very nice of him but i went at 15 20 dollars an item you can't expect anybody to do that it's expensive um i don't know i've rambled enough about fundraisers um i know this was a short one uh, and I apologize for that. I also apologize that it's coming out late. Um, but I guess what we will try to do, um, I don't want to promise anything, but I'm going to try to record another episode this weekend, possibly. And uh, if you're if you're on the uh, Journey into Comics Patreon, uh, I believe if I release an extra episode, I think you have to be a Patreon member to get the extra episode. But we'll try to record a good one for you this weekend. Um, worst case scenario, if we don't get an extra episode out, um, I will make sure the next one is, I don't know, a, do- a double feature or something stupid like that. I don't know. I'll, I'll make it up to you guys somehow. I know this was, uh, not a very good episode to listen to just me rambling for a half an hour. Um, but I, I just wanted to fill you in on what's been going on the last couple of weeks. And I guess that's really all I got for you this week. Um, 
As always, you can email us at kidsforsalepodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on all of our social media accounts, Kids for Sale Pod, on Twitter and Instagram, and I think Facebook also is Kids for Sale Pod or Kids for Sale Podcast. I don't know. You found us somehow, so just keep up with that, I guess. Um, we update the Facebook I, I wouldn't say uh, regularly, but every few days we do post pictures and stuff of, of what we have going on um, and, you know, funny videos and stuff. Um, the Instagram and Twitter, I've been saying this for several weeks. Uh, I still have not updated it just because I, do, I don't use Instagram or Twitter. I'm, I don't have I have my own personal accounts for both of those, and I, I never use them. So I don't know. I don't know the etiquette. I don't know the Twitter etiquette. I don't know the, the Instagram etiquette. I don't know how to use them properly. I don't know how to hashtag stuff. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And I'm not. I'm not that old. But I. I guess I'm. I'm just like two years too old for both of those forms of social media. Um, but I do use Facebook a lot. So Facebook is a good, reliable way to get a hold of us. Uh, you can comment on our episodes. You can comment on our pictures. You can. Just write us a post, uh, send us a message, send us an email. We, I, I say this week after week, and I don't hear from anybody. I, I would really like to hear from people. I, I want to hear your stories. I want to hear your ideas for episodes. I want to hear uh, shit that you don't like about the show. Uh, we want to know. We want to. We want to bring you a good, entertaining show. Uh, we want to bring you a good, informative show. Also, uh, you know. Not just opinions, but stuff that you can actually take home and use in your own parenting situations. Because, um, you know, nobody's a perfect parent. Everybody needs advice every once in a while. And even if you don't need advice, it's good to at least hear from another parent uh, that's having the same problems you are. So you know you're not alone. You know, that, and that's that's what that was the goal of this show. And that still is the goal of this show. So. Uh, we want to bring you as much good content as we can, but we can't give you good content if we don't know what you're enjoying. So um, hit us up, send us an email, post on our Facebook page, comment on our pictures, uh, send us messages, tweet us, I guess. I don't know. I, if, I'm, I mean, it's not like I won't see things if you use Twitter and Instagram to message us. I'll see it. I just I just don't know how to use the format myself, so that's why I never update it. Um, but... Uh, and as always, uh, check out the other shows on the journey into comics network. Um, there's always content every day of the week and it's good entertaining content. Uh, I'm happy to be, I'm happy. I'm proud to be on the network with these guys cause, uh, they're, they're all fun to listen to and they're fun to hang out with too. Um, hopefully some, someday soon we'll, we'll have a couple crossover episodes with people on the podcast. Uh, people on the podcast network that also have kids and we'll hear their stories and you know you can hear somebody else's point of view and i know i teased uh my mom would be our first guest and that that is still coming up um we couldn't make it happen this last weekend but hopefully hopefully in the next uh couple episodes we'll, we'll have her on and then after that uh i'm open for suggestions for guests i know a couple people have already asked me to come on and talk about their situation with their kids, and that will happen very soon. So once we break the ice with our first guest, I, I think we're going to start bringing guests in pretty regularly. So you can look forward to that, uh, so you don't just have to hear my boring ass talking uh, every other week. It'll, it'll be 
will be some new and interesting people. So uh, Journey Into Comics Network at journeyintocomics.com. I forget the URL every time. I'm pretty sure I got it right this time. Um, and then, you know, all the other shows, all the places, contact us, blah, 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 blah. I already said it all. We'll see you next week or maybe sooner if I can get another episode recorded. Um, we'll see. Whatever. All right. Bye.